shark. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> a good way to start. Yeah. Oh, I love. I just said, hold on, I need to burp. And then Dad was like, oh, okay. And then promptly hit play. Okay, starting again. Hello. Did, did we save the last ones? We did save them. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put your burp at the beginning of the episode. Right. We got interrupted. Um, my mother ducked in to this room to ask if she could have some of my lunch meat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she was interrupting a very uh, important conversation of you explaining your burp. So. <laughs> just explain the fact that I burped. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so, hi. Hi. Welcome to Batilda Bag Shark, the podcast. I am Mara. I'm Tad. We cut that down by like four minutes from Yeah, uh, we're really getting ones. to it now. We're really getting to it. We're um, getting to the meat. I'm just going to jump right in with that shark news. Tell me the shark news. I'm going to tell you the shark news. news. All right. You've had two shark news in a week, so. It's true. I mean, it's fine. You didn't really give me a chance, but it's fine. Oh, you want to you wanna look up a shark news? No. That you would, can look up a shark news. That would news. break our gate. Oh. That would put that would break our momentum. So please tell me the shark news. I'm gonna have to ask you to do the shark news next week, please. Okay, thank you. Okay, so this is from June twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. Okay. Um, so fact, that's how it starts. Whale sharks, the largest known fish in the sea and some of the largest creatures on earth, exist. That means they must be reproducing. The title of the article is Attempted Whale Shark Mating Caught on Camera for the First Time in History. Okay. Attempted. Attempted. <laughs> That's what's sticking out for me. So, whale sharks are endangered. They're super large. They are about uh, 32 feet on average, 10 meters long, and they weigh tens of tons. No, tens of thousands of pounds, not tens of tons. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, trying to not read, but it didn't work. Okay. Um... So, thanks to a fortuitous flyby in Western Australia, biologists are one step closer to learning how whale sharks make pr- the proverbial beast with two humpbacks. <laughs> <laughs> They're not humpback whales, come on. Um, so, they were flying over, and uh, tour pilot Tiffany Klein spotted an adult male whale shark trying to catch a juvenile female's attention by zigzagging through the sea for more than an hour, and then unsuccessfully trying to mate with her. Isn't that always the way? So Klein pointed out the frisky whale to nearby researchers, <laughs> and they observed the encounter from uh, from sea while Klein photographed from ab- abo- above, and it was the first ever record of whale shark mating behavior. Whether he was successful or not, this is the first time we've had an attempted copulation by a male whale, whale shark with a female. I like that he specified as if we do have evidence of, we like, We have gay evidence whale. of homosexual whale shark activity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yes, he said we still don't know what the mating behavior of a, of a mature uh, female would be, but it's one step forward in our understanding of whale, whale shark reproductive biology. That's so weird. Just seems like if a biologist followed around a whale shark for long enough, eventually, yeah, they would see them well, try to hard, copulate something. They're hard to find, being that large and all, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> easy to miss. Yeah, easy to miss. Yeah. Um. So, he was the shark was swimming in a quote erratic uh, behavior, swimming in zigzags and making sudden dives to much, much deeper than an adult male normally would. Um. Burgess said this can be interpreted as this as a sort of peacocking behavior. Sure. Yes. Hey, I can swim deep. Uh-huh. And the encounter yeah, way took, down there. <laughs> the encounter took place 
very close to the surface where whale sharks tend to hang out eating plankton. It Um, says hang out eating plankton. mm -hmm. What news source is this? (laughs) Hang out eating plankton that makes up much of their diet. It's possible the young female was feeding and didn't even notice the male's hot to trot display. (laughs) I've never related to anything more. Okay, but here's, here's the juicy, here's the meat of this article. Okay. It says, when the male shark finally did approach the female, he swam up from below. This is not unusual for sharks, Burgess said, as males copulate with one of their two claspers. Essenti- I'm sorry. Essentially, a pair of very flexible penises that allow the, ma- <laughs> <laughs> allow the males <laughs> to approach mates from multiple angles. <laughs> The tip of this male's claspers were spread, or, quote, flared, the researchers noticed, noted, um, meaning he clearly had mating on the mind. My claspers are flared. <laughs> um, so basically, the male came into the situation sure. looking for an adult female, but this female uh, whale shark was a juvenile, so she rejected his advances and swam off. And that, that is it. That's all of it of that story is that they they have an unsuccessful um, Mm -hmm. whale sex attempt but i think really the most important thing is the whole idea that the sharks have two floppy penises two very flexible penises yeah with claspers floppy is derogatory flexible is an asset you're right you're right flexible because they're diverse yeah yeah you hate when you're just you're swimming up from from deep (laughs) You're getting right up there, claspers flared. And, you spent a full and hour it's a zigzagging. Juvenile. You spent, yeah, you spent your whole day zigzagging around. Yeah. So, you know, that's horrible. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that's that bit of shark news. The other bit of shark, shark news is that, get ready, Ready. A basking shark was oh. spotted off York coast, and it issued, and there was an advisory issued. So I love basking sharks. I know you. They do. are my favorite kind of shark. They are the image that is our podcast image. Yeah. Our, yeah. Check out our logo. It's yeah. designed by Tad. It's beautiful. It's that's It's a my favorite shark. piece of art. Yes, uh, we've received like two different people wondering why the fuck that's our logo, and I think like. it's just that they don't maybe. Maybe they don't read the name. Or, or the Harry Potter, Potter thing is just lost on them. I don't know. Well, you but. don't even need to understand the Harry Potter thing. Shark is in the name. It's yeah, I mean, there's a snake coming out of the shark, oh. which is a little weird. That's a little obscure. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, you know it's, 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 it's a little be there. a juicy tidbit that you, you only get if you get. Yeah. And if you do, you're like, oh. Yeah. So, cool. so this article opens with, I think, just the best collection of names and locations ever. Okay. It says, York, Maine. A basking shark was spotted off Maine coast Monday morning, eventually prompting a cautionary advisory from the town of York. Cassandra Costantino says she was a st- <laughs> she says she was stripper fishing around seven a.m. on a twenty-two foot boat. <laughs> I mean, I know there's probably that's probably just a, a average sort of normal. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's very normal. I'm sure it's not what I'm picturing. Yeah, but I'm sure it's totally like. Yeah, normal. But knowing very few things makes reading that sentence very funny. Um, so she was uh, fishing All off... Right, we're going to go stripper fishing. <laughs> off Nettix Nubble Island 
overlooking Long Sands Beach. When she saw something in the distance that initially looked like a dolphin. Later, uh, the shark swam underneath their vessel, their vessel, and a doctor, a marine biologist, later was quoted as saying, "Baskin, no, no G, just Baskin." Baskin shark. He's a real marine biologist. <laughs> Baskin shark swimming by the coast is not uncommon for our area, particularly, particularly this time of year. Basking sharks can get between 30 plus feet long. That's a giant shark. That's fucking huge. Most commercial boats, when you think about it, are under 30 feet. Basking sharks are the second largest speci- species of shark after the whale shark. They're fucking ginormous, and they're so... They're such pussies. They're so mm-hmm. harmless. Yeah. They're frequently... They don't mis- even chew their plankton. <laughs> they just filter it right on through. Yeah. Yeah, they're the second largest species of shark after the whale shark. They're frequently mistaken for great white sharks um, as species that averages on uh, 10 feet shorter in length and is often connected throughout documented incidents to potentially be um, dangerous. When the shark is, quote, when the shark is bigger than the boat, that's a good indication that it's not a white shark. Um, the biologist explained, most of the white sharks that we detect up here up here in our area are between 12 and 14 feet. Yeah, they're little babies. That's a big difference when you talk about size, is what he said. Yeah, so if you see an animal that looks like it could swallow your boat, that's when you are not afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, they're so cool. They have no right to be that big. Yeah. They only eat plankton. Yeah. You know the, um, the like, uh, philosophical theory that, like, whenever you chew and eat and digest, it's a an expression of violence? I didn't know that. Oh, um, well now, now, now I'm going to expose how long ago I took this uh, philosophy class. So it, I think it was Mills, the philosopher, who's the. You mean Mill? Mill. Yeah. John Stuart Mill. Yeah, the utilitarianism guy, I believe. But it might be Freud. I think Mill is the personal freedom guy. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't know, whatever. It was. There one, might be a Mills too. One of one of those. Those good old boys said that um, the expression of violence is like a natural human instinct and you have to express your violence in some way. So if you're not like a physically violent person, you will be like a mentally violent person Mm. or you will like eat and digest (laughs) and that is your expression of violence. I feel that. All my violence is mental. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But apparently um, just basking sharks have not, no violence no violence. I guess they have really violent thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't do shit about it. Do yeah. they even have teeth? No, they have sandpaper like weird inside of their mouth. <laughs> I say like a fact that I know. <laughs> did you just bullshit that? I sure did. Okay. I should stop doing that because I'm being recorded. You just said that the basking shark has like a sandpaper in mouth? Uh-huh. Okay, get up. We're gonna go. We're gonna go find one, and you're gonna, you're gonna get your whole self in its mouth, and you're I gonna tell me if it's wrong. Easily could. They're thirty feet long. Oh my god. They're freaking huge. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. And they're turd shaped. They are turd shaped. Well, they're kind of like cone shaped. Yeah. Well, some turds are. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Probably not in my own personal experience, actually. Which, if it were, I would, I would own to it. But it's not. 
Yeah. So I'm just assuming they can be any shape, you know? I mean, I assume there has been a, tur- uh, a cone-shaped turd at some yeah, point. just not documented. Not documented. I mean, it might be. I'm not going to Google it. I yeah, really don't. want to, I but don't. I'm not going to. You really want to? No, you're right. I don't. Uh-huh. So what are we talking about today, Tad? Work. I love work. Oh, really? That's why I'm doing so much of it right now. Yeah, how's that going for you? Uh, I don't have time for this other job that I just got and just committed to. Okay. I now have two jobs and an internship. <laughs> I understand that all summer jobs are just for a little bit, but I do find it kind of interesting that you waited till like about the halfway point of the summer. It's not. It's summer's not? three months. My summer's three months, and we're th- we're coming to the close of the, the first one. Okay. Okay, that's I can work somewhere for two months. Yeah, that's totally valid. I forgot that your school starts later than mine. Yeah, I don't go back until like the end of August. Oh god, that must be nice. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna work at Tilly's, which is a skating inspired retail store. Yeah. Which Uh, will be good for you, such a skater. Oh yeah. I got that, uh I'm all about brands. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my interview they had me pick out an outfit. A man's outfit for a night at a drive-in movie. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. What What did it look like? It was jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, risky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you, uh, it's when you pick the most expensive things in the store and you're like, this is the ideal outfit as long as I get commission. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, orientation for that tomorrow, that'll be fun. What are your other jobs slash internship? I work in the kitchen of maternity hospital, so I bring food to women who are in various stages of labor um, or post-labor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also a lot of dishes. And I work with, and you know, it's a kitchen, so it's just dripping in sass. It's all women who work there. Not to be sexist, but, like, there's... It's a women's hospital. There's sass. um, There's drama, but there's nothing to have drama about. So there's always, like, so much, like, emotion, but about nothing. (laughs) So I can't really tell where it's coming from. Yeah. It's like they want to have a good reason. It's like a really pungent smell, but you have (laughs) no idea the source of it. That's a hospital food, baby. Yeah. I would like to go back when I said that, uh, whenever you said not to sound sexist, and I was like, why would saying that women work in the women's hospital be sexist? But I didn't realize you were talking about the sass specifically. Yes. But I thought you were just saying, like, <laughs> not to be sexist, but only women go there. Yeah, for kind of, the hospital is called the women's hospital, but that's just because it's, like, a maternity mommy hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But we have, like, mostly female employees. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's probably fine, right? Yes, it's fine. Yeah. We actually have, like, one male employee, and, like, he takes trays to rooms and stuff, and, like, most moms don't like it, because they usually have, like, their boobs out. Yeah. But, and he's, like, 20 or something, like a 20-year-old guy. Yeah. But we can't not have him do that, because that would be discrimination, apparently. Hmm. Even though everyone pretty much agrees that they don't like that. Yeah. And I can't imagine he's like, no, I really want to do this. This is my favorite. Getting... Well, I'm sure he wants a job. No, but I mean that part of that job. Like, yeah. I'm sure he's not like, but whatever. I don't know him. I don't know yeah. his story. 
What is your What is your other job? My internship is at the Evansville Museum of Art, History, and Science. Art, comma, history, and science. And I catalog things, various objects and such, <laughs> into a big database. Yesterday, I put in 20 separate entries. Each one was an individual <laughs> antique knitting needle. And let me tell you, it is really hard to come up with a description for a knitting needle that distinguishes it from the other 19. Some have like a, a slightly sharp rounded point. Some have a slightly rounded sharp point. Oh. <laughs> Some have an unknown brown residue. Oh, dear God. Which makes, which they're very old, so it makes me think they were used in some sort of back alley abortion, mm. which I hope not. Yeah. But we have them. Maybe they, hopefully they wiped we them off. We have so much shit in our storage. Yeah. Apparently a lot of it's on your knitting needles. <laughs> <laughs> what, what other things have you had to catalog? Because you've really only told me about the needles and like two other things. We bought a bunch of weird art from something called the Mid-States Craft Fair or arts fair or something in like the 70s and none of it's good but it's part of our permanent collection now oh good and like my boss actually explained to me she's like i was kind of like what's the deal with all this art and she's like well that art i know some of it's a little weird meaning none of it is good <laughs> but she's like but we, we that's part of our permanent collection we will never get rid of it because it shows what the art scene was like at the time and so, like, bad? Just bad? Apparently, in the Midwest, in the mid-70s, it's just, like, really bad pottery. Mm. Like, I've cataloged, like, a billion vases that look like flowers. Wait, vases that look like flowers? Yeah, they got, like, big old petals so on them. It's like a vaseception. A what? You put, you put flowers in the flower? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I bet the person who first started doing that was like oh this is a great idea i've had two uh sort of racist looking busts um interesting yeah a bunch of like modern art that was impossible to describe because <laughs> i have it's to put squiggly. an accu- <laughs> 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 you well you got some uh you got some colors over there, and you got a big fork sticking out of it, and like, today, oh my god, I was trying to describe this fucking bowl, but I literally, I can't even tell the story, because I can't describe it, that's the problem. Uh, You're gonna be such a better writer when this is over, you're gonna have so many adjectives. God. Yeah. I think like, you should just... I know new words now, like, mottled. Did you know that glaze on pottery can be mottled? I did not. Mottled <laughs> two Ts? Yes. Oh, nice. I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been using it a lot. Nice. I think you should just come in each day with just one new obnoxious adjective, with your goal being to use it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna find, like, the most applicable, but... The, and adjectives, but the ones that nobody would know, just to make the records more difficult to read. I'm going to make sure the person who's looking it up has to look it up on their phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> the idea is to make the records more accessible. But I think I'm going to try my damn best uh, to make them impossible to understand. I think that's exactly what you're supposed to do as an unpaid intern. Yeah. Yeah. I so that's that. that's really fun. 
it, it is pretty cool. I mean, some of the art is, is not bad, and it's always kind of interesting when you're describing something and you put in all the information, and then you upload the picture last, so it's fun to get to actually see what it is you've been describing. Speaking of. Because I write the descriptions before I look at the pictures, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. It's a good time. Huh. Is that... Have you, You've worked other... Have you worked in any films? I worked in a movie theater. Oh, yeah, you did. I panicked all the time. It was, like, the easiest job that is possible to have, but I was just... I, like, freaked out all the time. Yeah. I feel like I remember a couple of stories where you talked about how you just panicked and made a decision at the movie theater, and I don't remember any of the good ones, but you would, <laughs> you would just be like... And I just did this thing, and it was stupid. Like, a lot of them were stories whenever you were working the register, and you just... Yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you... I'm sure. I'm sure this happened. Where you said, enjoy your movie to someone, and, and, and you said... Or they said, you too. And then it's just that terrible interaction. Oh, yeah, that happened, like, every day. Yeah. That, that was fine, though. Because that, that's not my fault. That's them. Yeah. They, they a dummy. Yeah. I sometimes do it on purpose when someone's really irritating me, but other times I'll do it on accident, and then I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I set you up to fail with that one, I really did. Well, in the movie, th in the concession stand, you just get people yelling, like, not yelling, it's usually, like, older white people who are complaining about the prices, oh, and yeah. they're just really passive-aggressive about it. Like, oh, that's, oh, that's pretty pricey. Hmm. Like, yeah, hmm, indeed. Please pay me. <laughs> Should have come in at ten on a on a Tuesday. That's when you get those cheapy cheap prices. No, we didn't have that. You don't have matinee prices. Well, for the tickets, but not for the food. Oh, for the food. We're talking the food. You're talking like fourteen dollars for popcorn, candy, and a soda. Oh yeah. I think that's accurate. I think I remember. Good. Goodness. Also, when you work in a movie theater, popcorn gets into every single crevice of your clothing and body. <laughs> I seriously, like, I would, like, take off my, all my clothes when I got home, and there would be <laughs> just a pile of popcorn on my floor, and my, you get really greasy. My favorite part of the Evansville movie theaters are that the small popcorn bucket and the soda bucket are the same shape. <laughs> they're also the same size. Yeah, they're, they're Actually, the same Actually, the soda's thing. bigger, I think. Is it? That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, the large soda is bigger than the small popcorn. I have a friend who worked at a movie theater, but not, like, the chain, like a, like a private, mm. cutesy little movie theater, and he would come home, like, every Friday with a trash bag full of popcorn. <laughs> he'd just be like, it's the stuff we didn't use, and you he'd can't just, do that. you know, bundle it up and take it home. I usually ate popcorn for dinner. Oh, my. During your break, you can go into the theaters and watch half an hour of a movie. Well, that's what everyone In the wants. middle. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, and, like, we, 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 employees would talk and, like, make small talk and, like, hey, have you seen this movie yet? Well, I've seen, uh, I've seen, <laughs> like, I've seen the first 30 minutes and one part in the middle and, like, 15 minutes near the end. <laughs> so, like, yes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It was kind of fun, though. Hmm. Is there, are there any, like, gross stories from, like, in the theaters? I feel like people do gross stuff in movies. That was not my department. I wasn't. I didn't really oh, walk around. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to throw people out sometimes. Like, 
movie hopping and stuff, I assume. Mm. I don't really know. I didn't do any of that. I just work into concessions and tickets and that fun stuff. So, I've never movie hopped. But I've been with people when we saw other people moving, movie hopping. And I was just like, there. you could do that all day. Yes. Because no one, none of these employees cares at all. Like, whenever I see the movie movie theater workers like walking down the hall i feel yeah. like it's the last thing they would ever do to no. be like it's not like we're gonna me. notice either yeah like i remember you from two and a half hours ago yeah like nah nah mm. no, 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 no no i'm not saying you should movie hop i think maybe you should have yes. other things to do it is there's like a maybe like five percent of movie theater employees have the personality where they would do something about that yeah, be like excuse me but those me. are pretty good odds <laughs> So. Yeah. Did you have... I feel like every movie theater has that, like, old adult who works there. Like the manager? No. Like like a normal employee who's just considerably older than everyone else. No. You didn't have We that? had older managers, but we were pretty much just teenagers across okay. the board. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Did you have to wear a uniform? Black pants, black shirt. Just any black shirt? Yeah, it makes the popcorn really, really, um, popcorn all over your clothes really just stand out. Yeah, you gotta have that dust. No, like a black button-up shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Ugly. 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 Well, we can't have people getting all horned up on their way into the theater. (laughs) Exactly. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Where do you work, Chad? Oh, dear God. Um... Do you, uh, what, what kind of a cesspool do you tend to? It is the, the sassiest of pools. Um, Cess. Cess. <laughs> it is, um, a public pool. Is it indoor or outdoor, Ted? Oh, dear God. It's indoor. I mean, kind of. It's indoor, not in the ground all the way. So when there's lightning, people come in, like, come in and they're like, why is the pool closed? And I'm like, because it. It's, Wait, it's not fully indoor? No, it is. And it's also in the ground. But people come in and they're like, why is why is the pool shut down whenever it's raining? Yeah, it's why indoors. It? Well, why? It, the same logic that you don't take a bath when it's thunderstorming. Uh-huh. Like, your bath's inside. But, like, you're not going to be like, I'm going to, you know what sounds good right now with this lightning around me? Sitting in a bowl of water. <laughs> a me-sized bowl of water. I would like to temporarily be soup. Okay, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but it's fine, because I get lectured about uh, how lightning works, uh, like, every time it rains by at least four people. And I'm like, I don't control it. But yeah, I work as a cashier, not a lifeguard, <laughs> um, at a public pool. I have never actually been in the water of this pool, which I is something I, you know... Do you go into the pool zone? Nope, never. Never? I never do. Have you ever been there? Yes, okay. I have seen the pool. You know that there is a pool. I, yes. You don't, you're not just a cashier, but unknowingly for some kind of front. Yeah, I mean, unless it was like a mirage when I went up there like two different times. No, it's I, a shitty mirage. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very shitty mirage. Um, but yeah, it's a public pool. I work as the cashier. Let me just contextualize that it is $3 to enter this pool. That is That's it. That's important. It is three dollars for adults, two fifty for kids twelve and under. Kids three and under are free. Have a great day. And, <laughs> and oh my god, the amount of people I get getting so angry on the daily about wanting a refund or it being too expensive or any other angry thing they could be angry at. 
Good God. So many. Yeah. So I work there, and then I also work in my college. Mm-hmm. But not right now. But not right now. So do you, no. I don't even know what you do there. Oh, um, my freshman year, I was the student, campus center student manager, which meant I sat in an office and gave out campus maps when parents Jeez. came in, and I said, hi, welcome to Hanover, can I direct you to the point? And then they'd be like, yes, and then I'd say, it's that way. The point? The point is our famous lookout point, because we have the only lookout point that, where you can see three bends in the Ohio River. That's cute. Isn't that it's a little cute? That's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, turns out I had been directing people in the wrong direction for like three of the six months I worked there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I'm sure they found it eventually. It's a small campus. It's adorable. Yeah. And then now I am a peer advisor, which means I'm one of the people that smiles at you a little too much during your first week on campus. Hey. And I'm like, hey, you happy to be a first year? Let me show you around. I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm also a peer mentor, which is like a student teacher for the freshman year 101 type class. And then I am a student ambassador, which means I'm the person who gives tours to parents and prospective students. And um, this year people are going to come, like prospective students are going to come do overnight tours where they stay in my dorm. Yeah. And I'm like, you want to see what college is really like and then go to bed at 9 p.m.? You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. we do that shit, too. Yeah, it's great, because I had to sign this form. It's like, I will not take them to parties. I'm like, dear God, yeah, no. I wouldn't know how to if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are my jobs. They're pretty boring. You tell them about the snake. <laughs> I want to hear about the snake again. Um, because my uh, the public pool I work at is like attached to a park, and we keep the double doors open all day long. Sure. Because the lobby is not especially air-conditioned, which is one of the great perks of working there. Um, there are lots of critters that come into the building. You ever had a bear? We've never had a bear, no. No, we have not, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, we've had a dog. I think you'd remember. Like a yeah. wild dog? I mean, no. <laughs> like someone's dog that had escaped their house okay that's, that's, a, just, that's a stray dog yeah he's stray but not wild no, <laughs> not like a little well, baby coyote know, he might be pretty wild yeah. <laughs> he's a so wild like, get, a, get a couple drinks he get pretty wild <laughs> he's he really lets loose after after a second yeah no um and then uh one day this i believe it was a man came in up to the front desk and was like you know you got a snake over here And I said, what? Excuse me? Actually, I probably said, hi, welcome to Lloyd Pool, as he said that. And then he probably had to repeat it again. Um, And was like, you know you have a snake over here. And I was just like, "Uh uh-huh. And then I walked around my desk, and I looked, and where the the floor met the wall, laying in like a straight line, was this like, probably two and a half foot long little... (laughs) little snake and I was just like oh yeah thank you for letting me know how long had it been I have no clue had people approached your desk and talked to you and oh yeah we'd been open for like three hours 
So the snake had just been chilling. And, like, I'm not really scared of snakes. And at my house, it's normal to, like, pick up the snakes and move them to the back of the yard so the dogs don't eat them. Because we get the little, like, garden snakes. The little, little short guys. And you just pick them up by the tail and you hope their little snake abs aren't strong enough that they can jump up and bite your arm or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I got our head guard, his name's Matt, to come downstairs and I had a broom and I was like, don't move, snake, you know, holding the broom up to it just right. so that it didn't, I don't Snakes know, are scared of slither away. Yeah. Um, and Matt picked it up and took it outside and I was just like, I, thank you. You saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think animal wise, that's the weirdest thing that's ever happened. One time a bird got into our kitchen. Oh, yeah, we've had a bird in the pool. There have been lots of dead things in the pool, but that's not my area of expertise. Oh, like a dead possum? I don't think we've had a dead possum. Like a dead squirrel? I don't know if we've had a dead squirrel. Mostly it's flying animals that fly into the open. So like, like birds. Yeah. Any other kind of flying animal? Butterflies and bugs. Bats. I don't know if we had, we've had a bat. We've been open for a long time. It would not surprise me. Yeah. Anything that touches the water of Lloyd Pool that's not like a human person probably dies like almost immediately. There's so much chlorine in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice and clean. Yeah. Some of the charming things that I have to hear on like a regular basis are, um, is it your turn to diss the bathrooms and, and um, there's full stomach vomit in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I love full stomach vomit. <laughs> Full stomach vomit means that someone threw up and it wasn't just water, because if someone throws up and it's just water, we're like, okay, it's cool, cool. but if they throw up and it's, quote, full stomach vomit, we have to clear the pool. Sure. It's like if someone shits in the pool, we have to fish out the shit and then clear the pool and have everyone sit out the pool for half an hour, which is ridiculous because our pool takes like 48 hours to filter. Yes. <laughs> so this the half a, hour... This is a favorite fact of mine. Yeah. So a half hour does nothing. <laughs> oh, it does nothing. It does it's, absolutely it's, nothing. It's for peace of mind. Right. Entirely. We're like, please get out of... Please exit the pool area. We're going to let the pool filter and add chlorine. And then we don't add chlorine and we you just don't? wait. We. It it gets manually at like like we can't put extra chlorine in the water, like the the shit didn't alter the pH of the pool. It's the same. <laughs> yeah, I would I would not swim in that pool if you paid me. What I don't understand is why people lose control of their bodily functions. I don't. Pools. I think it's like like it's not just kids. No, people like, in the water take shits. The bathrooms are something from. My own private hell. Yeah it, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think it has something to do with some, like, weird psychological, like, you feel like you're a fetus when you're just... That's what I... That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're just, in like, the womb. surrounded in water. Ah, yes. <laughs> and then you get out I and you're mean... like, what makes sense? I'm gonna shit my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> with absolutely no regard for who's gonna clean it up. And then I'm gonna leave and not wash my hands because I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a uh, weird little fetus person. It's terrible. But I, was, I, I, I was, love my bosses and co co-workers, so that's you nice. You do? Yes. I haven't heard a thing about them. Yeah, that's exactly what you want in bosses and co-workers, isn't it? I guess that's it? true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it, it comes with plenty of stories, so that's good. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got, you got so yelled at the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, we, ha- we have to close the pool, as I mentioned earlier, anytime there's thunder or lightning in the immediate area, or when my bosses tell me to. I have no say in the situation. It is not my call, but every time we close the pool, people come down and are angry at me because it's raining. And I'm like, you would think for $8 an hour, I would have a lot more control over the weather, but I really don't. That's a nine fifty an hour type of yeah. job. Yeah. Um, so they get mad at me, and then they get more mad when they say when I say that they can't have a refund, which I will, I will clarify is printed on like this thing that's like right in front of you when you pay, and if it looks like it's gonna storm, I tell people before they pay that you don't get, no discounts, refunds, or rain checks. Swim at your own discretion, and they still pay. And then they get mad at me. And so this angry, tall, white man with a face tattoo and no upper body strength came down and was, like, just so angry. And he called me a couple of very mean things, which is, you know, fine. It was fine. And I was just, like, staring at his wife as he yelled at me. And I was like, oh, so this is... This is your charmer. It was Father's Day, too, which I think really That's why, you, that's why he was so mad. It's true. I think they just wanted to go for a he little... wanted to have a swim and swim. A little dip. That's his yearly Father's Day reward mm-hmm. for being such a good father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's great because some of the threats people give you are just so empty. They're like, we're never coming back here again. Congratulations on losing our business. And I'm like, sir, that is $3 a month. <laughs> That I will not be getting. Congratulations on losing. And I get paid the same. Like, the pool is city owned. (laughs) (laughs) We don't even need need to, like, turn that much of a profit each year. Like, it's fine. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, please leave. At this point, it would just, it would cost too much to tear it down. Yeah, when it rains, the building rains. Like, (laughs) the deck rains into the lobby. The pool itself gets, like, rain from the sky. Like... It's the world's worst, like, shittiest public pool. But it's been that way, I think, since it was built. Oh, yeah, I've been there a couple times when I was, like, a kid. I remember. It it looks the same. Yeah. The absolute same, yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely have learned, um... Um... Well, I don't know that I've learned anything from that job. Really? Yeah. You haven't learned anything? Not specific to that job, no, I don't think. Really? You've learned the difference between full stomach vomit. You're right. You're so right. I also know the difference between a regulation swimsuit and basketball shorts. (laughs) You can tell from a mile away. Oh, yeah. I I can say, those don't have a liner in it. I can tell. I can tell. Has anyone ever challenged you to check? Yes. And you have declined? Yes. What do you do then? I say, do those swim trunks have a liner? And if they say yes, I say, okay. (laughs) Even when they're clearly basketball Because, again, I get paid $8 an hour. That's true. No one should have to. Looking down someone's pants when you know they're not going to be wearing underwear, that's someone else's job. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my job. Hopefully it's nobody's job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. Basketball shorts will fall down. It's true. 
Are there any other interesting Lloyd stories that I've, I've mm. told you? I don't remember. Yeah. At this moment. Mostly just really wacko people come in and are angry. I mean, to to tell you like the type of the type of business we run, <laughs> part of our like, whenever you come in to get trained on how to how to run the cashier's desk, uh, part of what is in that like little like three hour session of training, which is all you get, is um, they say if anyone comes in and asks for the money. Just give it all to them. Because nothing in the drawer <laughs> is better, is, is, like, nothing in this drawer is more valuable than your life. Yeah, at least they have, a, they place a high value on human life. Right. I don't know that I needed to know that as a 16-year-old at my first job. I was like, no, okay. Is that a normal thing that happens all the time? <laughs> yeah, like, at any point, there's, like, maybe $75 in the drawer. Yeah, man, that's, like, straight out of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We're went running just a crazy, crazy little, little ring up in the death pool. <laughs> it's it's also funny to me because the things that people will be angry and yelling about are things that you just can't say and sound that angry and not be ridiculous. Like you can only yell about water wings, or floaties. <laughs> it's even better when they call them floaties. I had this guy yelling about why he why his son couldn't use his donut. Which, by donut, he meant, like, one of those little floats. It's, like, donut-shaped that has a hole in the middle. Does an inner tube? Like, an inner tube. Yeah, but he was calling it a donut, and I was just, like, trying not to laugh. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. That's very unfortunate. We have life vests available instead of the donut. Wait, what? So why can't you use the donut? Because the lifeguards are coast... Life, life vests are Coast Guard approved, and the donuts are not. Listen, it's not my job to understand the rules. I just have to enforce them. That doesn't make a lick of sense. Listen. I think if I brought my child to Lloyd, I would probably be yelling at you. Oh. Yes. I'd get right up in your face. Yeah. It takes so much for me when they're like, I think you should let them wear water wings. And I'm like, I think your 14-year-old should know how to swim, but... Are you going to make children drown? No, I'm going to ask children politely to stay in the shallow end or wear a life jacket. Has a child drowned on your watch? No, we've had a lot of saves, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know about them until later. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't come to me because I'm, again, I'm downstairs. The pool is in a new, well, in my mind. The pool is upstairs? Yeah. That just seems like, it just seems like a waste of gravity. Well, well, next time you would like to contact the 1975 city planners who are <laughs> planning, you know, the blueprints for their next pool, you can, you can just do that. You can time travel and go, that should definitely be the first thing you fix if you get a time machine. No, if I go back to 1975, I'm stopping people in the Midwest from making shitty pottery and donating it to the <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> they couldn't make anything in the 70s. Everyone was stoned out of their mind. Yeah. And you know in the Midwest they didn't have any good drugs or crazy sex. It was just No. So just they had to do a weed. lot of it. Yeah, they just did a lot of bad weed. Do you do <laughs> weed? No. I sound like a nine hundred year old. <laughs> oh, oh dear God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fucking Korean chest. 
Well, you should definitely explain what you mean by that. Apparently, Korean blanket chests are endlessly complicated. And there was another chest. Okay, these are artifacts that I'm having to describe. And I still don't know what the Korean chest, like, structure is. It's got, like, like four planks on the interior support a, a drawer with carved-out handles that rests on the top. And when the lid is opened, it's extended. And there's a secret drawer compartment on the bottom left side from the viewer's perspective. And it slides out, and there's a metal hook that uses... And there's a metal hook that acts as the handle, and the hook loops back around to the back of the chest, and it's like, it's for blankets. It's a blanket chest. So it's just like a, what is this, a hope chest? I don't know what that is. Oh. To me, a hope chest is what, like, a grandma has at the end of her bed, and it's where all the weird, like, mothy, off-white uh, quilts and, and, and tablecloths and pillowcases are. Yeah, I'm sure it's like that, but Korean. Great. And there's a Chinese chest with a carving, with carvings all over it. And I don't know what the person who was um, doing the inventory was on when they were typing up the description. But it was literally like, carving one side, man on horse, man standing next to horse. Like, <laughs> like, like on boat, horse background, man standing on boat, five boats, houses, background, scenery, nature. <laughs> That was me writing my, my every AP essay. That I ever was the did. grammar. Yeah. That was the level of grammar. Yeah. And I couldn't even see the chest very well, so I couldn't just like make up what the carvings were of. You know? <laughs> I mean, I should start adding fake entries. I'm like, this chest has a, the carved image of male genitalia. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pierced male genitalia. Pierced male genitalia. Yeah. It's got it's a... an example of. Chinese genitalia piercing from the Song Dynasty. It was a sign of shame. <laughs> Do you feel like you're learning anything at your job other than how to use the software for, for the uh, thing? Yeah, occasionally an artifact will have like uh, some history attached to it. Like, I forget who made sculptures out of root, like big face sculptures, like to scare away demons. So they're like stupid looking faces. Like they would take a really curly, like gnarled root and like make an ugly face out of it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And like put it outside and use it to scare demons. That... And what's really funny is rich people had like not as scary ones, but like poor people who had like homemade ones and made their own made them like way crazier looking good because apparently the rich people just subconsciously had a lot less to fear yeah <laughs> they felt a lot safer so theirs were like sometimes pretty maybe a little maybe a little shadow of a like a little creepy little, little, little snarl mystery. little growl little like <gasps> yeah like that sexy growl yeah like like, like sexy type. like you're a little bit in a in a cologne commercial like, type mm, of evil yeah. spirit yeah get away don't tell yeah exactly Maybe did the rich people make them themselves? I doubt it. Maybe it was like the artist subconsciously being like, no, no, these rich people have pretty things. <laughs> Maybe it was Possibly. like the artist was like, I don't think I these rich know. people will buy yes. this root from me if I it's too ugly. I just know that's what the rich people went for when they, when they had their roots. That's like my favorite uh, type of jack-o'-lantern around Halloween time are the ones made out of the grossest, wartiest looking gourds. Yes. 
They're not even pumpkins. Sometimes they're not even carved. People just slap googly eyes on them, and they look like <laughs> like political candidates, and I just think it's so funny. There's a w- stupid fucking sculpture of Richard Nixon. Um, <laughs> he just looked like a... He sort of looked like a Russian nesting doll oh, with good. just a really realistic Nixon face. My friend Noah got me um, Russian nesting dolls from Bulgaria, so they're not really that Russian, but they have... They're pseudo-Russian. They're pseudo-Russian, yeah. Uh, but they have uh, Harry Potter characters on them, and Aww. Hagrid is the smallest one. The fuck? Who's the biggest? Harry. And then? I want the whole lineup, You really please. want me to have these memorized. Um, yeah. I, I have no clue. I think it is... I'm just going to make it up, because you have absolutely no way of uh, proving me wrong. I think Fine. it's Harry, and then Ron, and then Hermione, and then Dumbledore, and then Hagrid. Cute. But he's the smallest one, and I found that quite cute. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Charming. Mm-hmm. So what what has been... Oh, wait, you have a job at college that you didn't Oh, yes, I do. I am a technical assistant for our theater, our big main stage theater. And there's a lot of theater production that happens in my college because a lot of, li- lot of little drama majors, and they do lots of little thesis productions. And we do lots of big main stage productions. And the set designs and lighting designs are all usually done by professors who often have no idea what actually goes into creating a set. And so they often want us to do like endlessly complicated things like this one professor who shall not be named is notorious for like creating these impossible sets. Like for one of them, rather than having us build like a three-sided room, she wanted us to hang three walls from the catwalk from the ceiling. Why? I don't know. Hmm. But they were difficult to hang. Well, thank God you're not bitter about it. <laughs> no. Well, it's, you know, it's really easy. Well, when you think about it, it's really easy to carry a wall up to the ceiling, you know, on the little little ladders. And, uh, you know, attach some, some cords to it. And make sure it's perfectly level and just lower it over a big bar thing and just... Anyway, what? hard to describe. Oh, but I did, I did pass out. Uh, this Ugh. job has given me the opportunity to pass out, which, you know, I'm grateful. Not every job does. No. I mean, yeah, no. But anyway, we were up on this lift. We have a lift. That's one of the coolest things. It's very hard to drive. But we were up, it was up the highest it could go to the very ceiling of the theater, which is very high up. And we were hanging this thing, this false proscenium from the ceiling. And I had my fingers on top of it. So my fingers were on top of the thing and like really close to the actual, the very top of the ceiling of the theater. And the guy I was on the lift with raised the, he's like, oh, we're too far down. He raised the lift a little bit. So with the full force of the lift, my fingers got crushed between the ceiling and the thing we were hanging. And I was very high up in the air. And I, um, my eyes started watering, and I started getting really hot and then really cold. And my fingers were, like, throbbing and burning, except I also couldn't really feel it. just kind of like they were on fire. But also I couldn't feel it. Hmm. That makes sense. Anyway. Um, Do you think that's what shock is? Probably. I think I was just like, it was just like, it wasn't that bad. Like, my fingers were swollen for like three days. Like, I'm, I th- I'm pretty sure it was just really unexpected and it shocked me. Yeah. 
be, and then <laughs> the Jack, the guy I was on the lift with, with, he's like, oh, shit, Mar, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. I was, like, crying. And, like, tears were involuntarily flowing out of my eyes. That's how was, crying works. And yeah. he was like, okay, cool. And the next thing I remember, I was laying on my back on the ground of the stage. Thank God you didn't, like, fall. Yeah, I could have fallen, fully fallen off the lift. Apparently, the lift went down, which is, like, a 20-second process. And then, apparently, I started to walk <laughs> backwards, uh, like, fully squatted down and just, like, sort of backing up off of the lift, which is still, like, when it's lowered, it's still, like, four or five feet off the ground. So, they're mm-hmm. like, Mara, you're gonna fall ass first off of the lift, like, and why are you walking, like, in frog position? Like, like my boss later was like, yeah, I thought you were just getting down ass first for some reason. <laughs> But luckily, Jack got off before me and, like, caught me by the butt. And he was like, I thought he was just going for the butt grab. Like, so he, like, caught me by the butt and lowered me onto the ground. And <laughs> and I just apparently just laid there for a few seconds. Don't remember. That's so interesting. I woke up and I was still crying. And that's the first time you, you've ever passed out. Yeah. Is that the only time you've ever passed out? Yeah. That's interesting to me. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a weak little baby. I mean, me too. I literally got a finger boo-boo, <laughs> and I fucking, like, it It was not that bad. <laughs> like, I didn't break it or anything. Like, it was fine. It was just, it was just, I happened to get that injury while I was, like, very high up in the air. Yeah. And they could have, I could have died. <laughs> yeah. We debated afterwards if Jack could have caught me. If I had fallen off the lift. But. Is it like two stories in the air? Like Oh, yeah. 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 I, I definitely feel like working in any like stage production type of thing as a, a set or like crew member gives you this weird lack of a fear of death. Like I would just like <laughs> at first when I would yeah. get on the catwalk, I would like never let go of the rail. And then by the end of it, I would be like running with this like hundred pound light. Just yeah. like. Oh, it's so fun. My yeah. favorite part is hanging lights because I will put. One you, like, guys, dangle a leg yes. over. I know, know like, fully, like, I'll lay, like, uh, how do I describe it? Like, I'll have half my body off of it. Yep. Like, like, down, I'm making gestures, but they can't see me. No, like, down down the center Yeah, of like, I'll have face, one yeah. leg, one half of my torso, down the center of my face, like, off, and then, like, a little more. So, I'll literally <laughs> just be, have, I'll have one leg on the catwalk and somehow the, all of the rest of my body in the air, yep. which is so fun. I'm pretty sure another guy I work with have, has had just below the knee on the catwalk before. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, I was probably seeing it wrong, but I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> it gives you this lack of a fear, like, because, like... She's like, gotta get done. Yeah. Gotta get these. This Any is important, Any amount guys. of, like, angry, angry, uh, like, main main actor wrath or director wrath that you could face is, is more scary than death in that moment. You're like, I gotta focus these lights. I gotta yeah. get this done. And they'll be like, okay, well, this is a 16-hour process, and you have 40 minutes to do it. And then you do it in, like, 38, and then everyone's done, and you're just like, uh, 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 uh. Yes. It's great. It gives you this really weird understanding of everything, and you kind of lose all, like, objectivity and what matters whenever yes. you walk into the room, because for some reason, it's like that show is the only thing that's ever mattered and ever will matter. Yeah, and it's so weird, too. Like, it somehow becomes the most important thing, but it's always something like, okay, we're gonna cover this, um, we're gonna cover this tiny arch with AstroTurf. Like, all right, 
<laughs> Let's focus all of my attention on this. Yeah, I remember. I, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm even bad at my job because I overthink it yeah. so much. Like, I'm very, I'm a very inefficient worker. Yeah, it's like when we did Pirates of Penzance at uh, our high school, and our director was like, okay, I want those uh, rocks to be maybe made of paper mache. And I spent so long paper macheing just like two very large rocks. I remember this. That's like most of what I did <laughs> as a crew work, as the assistant stage manager, actually. Yeah. Like, only doing that. And now when I look back, I'm like, I didn't do anything, but I thought my job was so hard yeah, you and mattered so much. Yeah, you probably like could have just like cut two two-dimensional rocks out of poster board and put them on the stage. And it would have been the same. Absolutely could have. Yeah. No, no one would have commented. No not a damn person would have was like, oh my god, those rocks though, so yeah. realistic. But I mean, sets can be really cool, and like mm-hmm. it's a it's a thing. Oh yeah, they can be. This one was not. <laughs> yeah, you know, entry level. Yeah, start yeah. I gotta start in high school. Yeah, well, you know, I... Sets can also be really bad. I've built a few bad ones. I have also built a few bad ones. I'm pretty sure we did Damn Yankees, and we had a, like, like over a, a story tall thing that people stood on, where, like, if you stood all the oh, way yeah. up, you could only see from, like nipple height down on, <laughs> on even the shortest cast members that. like we made it too tall and there's absolutely no way this thing was structurally sound in any way and they were like okay well they're gonna tap dance on that yeah and there's gonna be four of them yeah, yeah. and then we also had a different one that was like the same thing but a little smaller and it rolled and they also tap danced on that one and i just i remember standing up i was on the catwalk i was like uh focusing lights at the time when people were first getting on it to like dance for the first they were like blocking it out and doing staging and stuff and i just remember looking and being like i wonder if i'll get sued if they die or will someone else <laughs> get sued if because i built that thing they're standing on and they could fall and possibly die i don't can you get sued if you were what 16 like I no. Also, there should have been also not like in a paid position. No. <laughs> yeah, no. There's no way. But you know, as a little sixteen year old, I was just staring at all my all my friends. You know, tap dancing their little hearts out, and I was just like, "Oh my god, that's definitely not safe." I'm, ki- I'm gonna kill my friends. I'm gonna kill my friends. You know, not directly, but indirectly, it's my fault. Also, painted baseballs that were like, I don't know, six feet in diameter. That was one hell of a hell of a show. Have you ever used Spacky? Oh. No. No, I just remember. I just realized that Spacky is a word that my boss invented. So <laughs> never mind. It's this. Um, it's better than paper mache. I. It's a substance, and it's like. Like sort is of like grayish white and paint and. I think so. Yeah. It's I think... some sort of substance. You you reach your hand in. You roll your sleeve up, you reach your hand into a bucket of spacky, and you get. And the first time you do it, it feels awful, and you make a weird sound, and people make fun of you. Yeah. And you just you take it, and you get a, a handful of this substance, and you smack it on something, and you rub it in, and it's gross. It's like yes. grainy, but I... also like gelatinous, kind of, and like pasty, and. Yeah, I definitely have not used it, but I know people who have when they did better shows in more productive ways. Yeah. No, I haven't. But I I can tell you that nothing looks quite like, uh, quite like dried, uh, 
dried jizz, like dried ejaculate, like a uh, dried paper mache on black leggings. Mm-hmm. Just nothing. Yeah. Nothing has quite that no, uh, that charm. Yeah. What does dried spaghetti look like? <laughs> well, the the it needs to dry to be what it is. Like, but I mean, it like dries on, and it on clothes. On clothes. It's like having rocks affixed to your... Because it dries and it hardens into, like, rock. Oh. So it's like cement. Well, I'm glad she could educate me about, about Spacky. Do you have any, like, leggings or pants that are just per- permanently ruined from set crew? No. Well, I have a paint shirt. Uh, yeah. I have, I have a paint shirt and paint pants. They have been washed, but you wouldn't know it by looking at them. We have paint pants uh, in the shop that you can borrow. If I don't end up getting my, uh, wait, I can borrow? <laughs> <laughs> that one can borrow, you included, yeah, sure. Amazing. I'll bring you some. Yeah. They're I'll... probably like 200 years old. That's exactly what I look for in clothing. When I go to the Goodwill, I'm like, nope, not old enough. They're crusty. Yeah. I want They're to... like jeans, like, and they're like really oversized so they can fit anyone, and they're crusty. Oh, yeah. I want them to be so stiff that they're just kind of like cardboard. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, if I if me getting um, an internship doesn't work out next summer either, I have uh, a friend who's going to let me work at his dad's um, company, and they paint, so I'll use one. Oh. I'll like uh, blow insulation and I'll paint and I'll sand walls and shit. Where's that? It's a company. I don't know. Is it inevitable? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. No, I'll ju- I'll just go to people's houses and just yeah, sand and paint and yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll have Things really weird f- forearm muscles or something. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I'll kind of smell like paint and all and, the time. Yeah, I think my favorite thing I've ever done—not <laughs> really, but one of the most satisfying things—is to blow popcorn ceilings, where you just like spray this shit on the ceiling. Do you know what popcorn ceilings are? No. If you like, you don't have them, but uh, some ceilings that look like they have like cottage cheese on the oh, yeah, ceiling. Oh yeah, they're like rough. Yeah. And it will hurt yourself if you're jumping in a trampoline and you accidentally, like, smack the ceiling. Who the fuck has a trampoline inside? Oh, we used to. What? <laughs> <laughs> like a small one. That you could get to the ceiling on? Oh, yeah. You, gotta, you can get it pretty high. Oh. Well, yeah. That kind. Um, and you, you, you just spray the shit on the ceiling before you paint it. And I think it uh, makes basically, like if the rafters of your attic or whatever like make dents or there's like water seeping basically any imperfections in the ceiling are kind of covered up if you have popcorn mm. ceiling that's why like typically like cheap don't want to insult anyone's house um houses that are meant for like a lot of turnover and stuff mm. or houses that are not quote unquote like as nice will have the popcorn ceiling and it was so fun but it was also sad because I was like, I'm ruining this ceiling. Every <laughs> single like new couple whose house shopping is gonna walk in and, in the house and go, oh, damn. Because I've also removed a popcorn ceiling in my oh. mom's room, and that was like the worst thing ever. It was just making this terrible cottage cheese mess fall to the floor for like hours and you also have to work with like your arms above your head and I'm like how the hell did what's the name of the fucker who painted yep (laughs) how the hell did he do it he wrote a poem about it well do tell (laughs) (laughs) that's all I got no he wrote a poem about 
he was a big complainer, Michelangelo, if you didn't know that. He was like, I mean, he lived until he was like 80-something, which in Renaissance years is like living to your 120. And because he was like a, you know, he was always unhappy, but he was a real hanging on, sticking it out kind of guy. We love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was always talking about how he was going to die and how his physical health was deteriorating. And he wrote this sad sort of sarcastic poem about how like he's like my neck is permanently stuck up facing the ceiling and I can't get it back down and like my shoulders have rocks in them and like and like my my nose is and like my face is covered with chips of paint and my nose is rubbed off from rubbing the ceiling and like my neck won't go straight anymore and like but he did it like a poem it wasn't like how I just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went on for so long, I figured it was a direct quote. <laughs> I just got some momentum. Like, I can't imagine. He, he, I mean, I get, like, when I would put curlers in my hair, I would have to take breaks because my hands would get tired. <laughs> like, like, you know, I, I can't. I can't imagine doing oh that God. for Oh, so yeah. Long. Do you know what an angle grinder is? I do not. Please okay. tell me. It's something we use at the shop, and it's basically just, like, a big, like, it's a big handle and, like, a circle, like a metal. Like a sander? Like a metal circle on one end, and it, and you power it, and it, like, smooths down metal. Like, makes okay. a bunch of sparks. Yeah. Anyway, circle moves very fast. Spins, you know. Anyway. It's, like, too big. For my hand, <laughs> uh, the ones we have. My hands are very small, and also I'm you pretty sure they were. Hands. My hands are small for a woman, and I'm pretty sure they were designed not for women to use. Sexism. Yeah, I know. And like, <laughs> I got made fun of so hard because I kept having to like take breaks, and like, I was doing this like I was smoothing down this big pile of metal blocks or something, and I was, I kept, uh, I kept having to take breaks. And I would just, like, sit there with this big glove on and put have the grinder down and just be looking at this pile of metal. And someone would walk by and, like, hey, Mar, what you doing? I'm like, oh, my hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, um... And it would be, like, beet red. Like, <laughs> oh, it no. would look terrible. And, and, and he's like, oh, can you move it? And I'll be like, no, I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> it literally hurts so bad. Like, like, I would have to, like, like wring it out like really hard and like like um put it between my knees and like push really hard and like try to get feeling back into what it. was but, so like, what was so I bad know, about it this was, it was like <sighs> also why did they keep having was that the only task that it was you like, needed to it was do? really heavy it's really heavy the grinder and it's like the it's like a water glass in width the okay. handle so it's like holding like a really heavy having your hand around something like that, the that size. This sounds dirty now, and like it's really oh, heavy. Yeah, yeah, it does. And like I don't know, just for some reason that combination of things just like the girth got to. And like I have, I have my hands and be like I would hold out my fingers and they'd be like twitching. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a like a dying witch's hand. <laughs> Very red. Yeah. Disgusting. Remind the way I was picturing it is whenever uh, you go to like t-ball games which i'm sure nobody does quite as often as i do um because i live next to a t-ball field so wait that doesn't mean you have to go to the t-ball games i enjoy it really mm-hmm. 
This is something I didn't know about you. Oh, it's very cute. Didn't they ask you to coach at one point? Yeah, they did. Are well, assistant coach. I don't know. Uh, I, I thought I wanted to, but then I was going to be not in the country for Your a parents while. get mad? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Not as mad, because you just kind of, like, if the parents are mad, then you just kind of let the kid go again, and nobody cares because they're small, and it doesn't matter. But they'll, they'll be these little, like, you know, like, two and a half foot tall little tiny child, and he'll... It's always a boy, because of course it is now. But, well, T-Ball's boys, right? I don't think so. I think they're, no, no, it's not. They're women's, oh. or little girls' T-Ball <laughs> league, not women. <laughs> they're women's T-Ball leagues. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. But they'll be in these, like, uh, like baseball mitts, like the gloves, that are just huge. They're made for, like, large adult men. Yes. And so it's like you could easily not only palm, like, a... Uh, baseball but a softball or like the child's own head in this glove and it's got its tiny little child fist just like shoved up in the thumb part of the glove <laughs> and you're like how is that how is that kid supposed to catch anything and yeah why like, don't they make I like they do they make child size mitts okay. but it's like the proud parent will be like I played with this glove in high school oh. I'm like that's great he's four <laughs> yeah adorable it's like, uh, I didn't know until later that I had, uh, I played, uh, softball and t-ball. Well, I played t-ball and then softball with a, uh, left-handed mitt, which I didn't know. I just, I think it was, uh, Wesley took, maybe it was Wes, I don't know. Uh, my mom's boyfriend took me to the store to buy a mitt, and nobody told me that you're supposed to have, like, the glove on, like, your off hand. Oh. So you can throw with, like, the correct hand. Yes. And I'm not left-handed. But I just assumed the glove would go in my right hand because, you know, I was yeah. stupid and, like, four. And so I played uh, left-handed, like, my whole... <laughs> you threw left-handed? Yeah, my whole... And, and uh, was I would bat left-handed, too. For how long? The whole time I played softball. So how long was that? Uh, up until high school. No, Jesus middle Christ. school. It yeah. really seems like you should have figured that out at some point. What, that I was too good at softball to be playing softball? <laughs> yeah, they kicked me right out of the league. <laughs> that was a trans joke, ladies it, and gentlemen. It really was just the most gay joke. <laughs> Tad told that joke a few days ago, and apparently I didn't laugh. So now he's told it like three more times, I and have. I've laughed every time now. Good. I I said it in a Starbucks, and I did consider saying it louder so someone else in the Starbucks would laugh <laughs> at it. Did I tell you that my favorite barista at Starbucks told me happy pride? I did. I mean, you did, yeah. Yeah, it was very cute. She was a little shy about it, and I was like, oh my god, thanks. Yeah, it was very cute. Mm. Yeah, so that was this podcast. Oh, before we before we conclude, I wanted to read some corrections that we, we have been, Oh, okay, yeah. That have been submitted. If you have any uh, comments or corrections, please... Be nice, because my, you yeah. know, my self-confidence is Also, keep is in mind strong. that most of what we say is not serious. Yeah, there are no facts And we here. don't care. There are no facts here. There we didn't no We didn't check anything before starting this. Yeah. We uh-huh. don't care. But we do have Twitter and uh, Instagram and Tumblr, and you can email, it a, email us at batilda.bagshark uh, at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Matilda spelled with a T-H because it's German. But uh, someone wanted me to know that the thing I repeatedly called the iron boar 
and referenced mooing. <laughs> Someone wanted me to know that boars don't moo, which shows me that I they didn't that. listen to the end of it because you yes. told me that. And I was like, oh, yeah, they don't. Um, but it said, uh, he called it the iron boar, but it's actually the brazen bull. It's also sometimes called the bron- bronze bull or the Sicilian bull. But it's never called the Iron Boar. (laughs) You also did say this is probably not what it's called. Yeah, (laughs) and it's from ancient Greece, not medieval times. And I was like, isn't there some overlap in ancient Greece and medieval? Whatever, it doesn't matter. No. Okay, well. (laughs) No, there absolutely is not, but continue. There's no overlap in time? I mean, ancient is not medieval. Right, but isn't one from like... You're asking, you're gonna ask me, I'm gonna be wrong. But no, they're not the same. Okay. Um, (laughs) and then the same person went on to say that the Iron Boar is from a video game called Age of Empires. (laughs) Um. So that's probably what you were thinking. Oh, definitely. Um, someone said that they found the podcast and they thought it was going to be about Harry Potter, but it wasn't. But I guess that's fine. And that's an exact, that's a direct quote. Oh, there's... But I Plenty guess of Harry fine. Potter stuff out there, and at a certain point we have to move on, okay? Yeah. Um, and it said... I mean, we can talk about Harry Potter. We can do a Harry Potter episode. Oh, we definitely. have a lot to say. So much. But, like, okay, anyway. Okay, it went on to say, I wanted to tell you, or tell the both of you, that while I think the thing about Scream, the thing about the Scream from The Exorcist is true, I don't think the thing about... Jaws is true. I'm pretty sure you just made that up. I then went to Google it, and yes, I absolutely just made the part wow. up from the Jaws thing. But I, I will say that I didn't make that up on my own. Like, okay, so what we've learned is hopefully you're not coming on here to learn actual facts. Yeah. Um, they then went on to say that, by the way, Lam Korwan um, is this Chinese guy. This is, I'm reading directly. Is this Chinese guy who ca- who is called the, ja- the Jars Killer in English, but actually... Um, was found with body parts being hidden in Tupperware in oh, his refrigerator. Goodness. Yes. Um, so, yeah, those were some corrections. But he wasn't called the Tupperware killer. You're right. In no. my mind, the Tupperware killer, like, he likes killing, but, like, a big part of it is the Tupperwareing. Isn't Tupperware, like, a brand, though? I don't know. I think Tupperware is a brand. I think it's one of those things where the brand became the okay. normal name. I wonder like what Band-Aid. the original name was. Container, fresh lock container, fresh lock. plastic storage fridge bucket. Plastic storage fridge bucket. That one's catchy. I don't know why they didn't keep that one. Okay, so we decided that we were going to conclude this podcast by each of us giving the other a piece of advice. Oh shit, I forgot to think of advice. Okay, you go first. Hmm. Uh, I would like to give you the advice that you should have worked multiple shitty jobs in high school instead of just the same extremely shitty job. But I got to do homework while I was there. <laughs> okay. But anyway, it might... I don't know how it, like... How it, like... Mara's ra- waving her hand around in the air <laughs> to indicate what she wants to try to say. Anyway, I don't know how it works. Like, if you work two shitty jobs, is it more shit than, like, one shitty job for that's, like, twice as shitty? I don't know. But anyway, that's I think math. you should have... That's not what I that's do. That's <laughs> math. That's word math right there. But anyway, I think you really should have expanded your range of, of um, things you don't want to know or know how to do. 
Because I've got plenty of them. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's not really advice. It's more, you can't do anything about yeah, it Yeah, I was going to say, it's, that's so not really advice. Just that's criticism. just a criticism. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You've hurt my feelings. No, no my other advice is grow up to do something you love, because I know you will, because you deserve it, and I love you. Oh, that was disgustingly sweet. Yeah. I'm going to need you to not. That's why I said it so I'm fast. also going to need you to not pass out at work anymore, please. Okay. Especially if you could possibly fall, like, over a story. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you got to yeah. toughen me up if, if, that's, the, if yeah. that's the advice. Um, apparently, you're doing a good job of making friends enough with your coworkers that they'll catch you ass first. <laughs> <laughs> I make, yeah. Make sure your coworkers will catch you by the ass. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like you worry a lot about doing a really good job at, at your job. I really do. It really slows me down. Makes yeah. me a lot worse at like, things. The, the jobs you have worked thus far, it doesn't matter. No, it does not. Like, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't have work ethic and, like, try to do yes. well. Yes. But I don't think you always need to be trying to do your best, especially yeah. whenever it's like, you know, you know, it can it can make your hand feel ow. And yes. Yeah, that's just, such good. That's exactly the advice I need. Like whenever I saw the snake in in the lobby, I was like, wow, a, a really good employee would move that. I'm gonna not. <laughs> you know, just, you I just try so hard. You you don't get paid enough. Or sometimes at all to put up with some bullshit. So like you know, make it someone else's problem, or uh, make. F- I think you should uh, make your entries at your museum job funny. <laughs> I'm not even getting paid for that. Yeah, because what are they gonna do? <laughs> Cut your pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, you can. I mean, you can tell from reading the intern entries that came before me that that's pretty much the conclusion that the interns okay. reach. After you know, a hundred and. 100 hours or so of a 150-hour internship of cataloging, yeah. I think it, it sort of dawns on you that you can pretty much do whatever you want. Like, yeah. for the last 15 minutes of my shift, I basically looked at my phone. Yeah, and you just forget what full but sentences also, are. So it's fun. I like yeah. it. I, that's what I was saying. I think yeah. you should I want to do a good job with my phrasing. Yeah, I think you should just come up with, like, the most bullshit adjectives. Like, don't ever describe anything as blue. Describe it as, like, cerulean. Yeah. Just... I'll choose. I mean, I literally don't even... Okay, no, I guess that's not true. I'm not sure if they know that it's me who puts the entries in. Like, I don't think my name is on it anywhere, so I'll look into that. Okay. I also think you should take a picture of your first and last entry and compare the two. Well, that's already too late because I did not take a picture of my first entry. Can you not go back and look? Oh. Yeah, I guess I could. Oh. I don't remember what it is. You don't no. remember? Your first wasn't... No. Oh. I'll go back and look. Okay. Interesting. They're so funny. Also, that's such a good story to be able to tell people. Like, that's such a weird job that no one does. Yeah, it's so fun. And my boss is awesome. She gave me a shelf with lots of, like, art and stuff. Because she knows that. I like art. That's so good. So, I don't know what's going to happen when I get to a less interesting shelf. I don't know if I'm going to survive that. <laughs> I'm sure you'll make it. Like, she ta- she was, my boss was, she's like a very happy, positive person, and she was talking to the other intern. She's like, Morgan, you're you're mostly through those, all those plaques, right? And Morgan's like, yeah. <laughs> Just all those plaques? Broken like, soul. Like, <laughs> like, all like 70? Like, yeah. 
I'm a different person now. A sad dentist. I'm different on the other side of all the plaques, but... No, we're talking, like, dimensions and, like, oh, object yeah. history and, like, material and providence oh, and, like... Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. It's, it is interesting sometimes. It's, it's, like, sometimes therapeutic. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, um, make friends that'll catch your ass first. Right. Don't take your job too seriously, especially if it's not that serious. Like, any job you work before you're, like, 25, I assume, is not going to be super important. <laughs> it's just going to be interesting stories that you tell people later. Sure. Um, uh, to, uh, work better jobs in high school than this, I did. Yes. Or or more worse jobs. More yeah. shitty jobs. This is general advice for any listeners to follow. Yeah. What was the other one you gave me? Do something you love because you deserve it. Do something you love because you deserve it. And yeah. stay sharp because there are 30, 30 foot long sharks, 10 oh, yeah. meter long sharks. Remember there. there are sharks, but like if they're really big, it's probably fine. Yeah, if they're really big, it's probably a whale or a basking shark, so you'll yeah. make it. Unless you're plankton or if, phytoplankton. If they could swallow you in one bite, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's my final word on the subject.